Hey, I'm three toed Presley. Is that three toes total? That's wow, lost a lot of toes. <laughs> I know in this genre, usually sorcery is, it's a kind of a bad guy skill. Only the bad guys really have sorcery, and it's up to the physical might and guile of the hero to avoid or oppose the, the sorcery. Not strictly speaking, Conan uses sorcery. Um, Conan does use sorcery? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, read uh, Beyond the Black River. Uh, where he like draws symbols of of ancient gods to get uh, uh, like this controlled panther, if you will, uh, uh, to to leave him alone. If you look at Elric too, he does a lot of weird things, and he has a demon sword. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's very uh, anti-hero or playing to type. I went ahead and put together a uh, a pyramid, and was kind of thinking. Maybe along the lines of, uh, well, we're kind of taking some Monster of the Week and putting it in Sword and Sorcery. So I'm kind of like this Man of Letters sort of a thing where I know some sorcery, mostly for warding and stuff, to uh, to kind of uh, be able to deal with demons and stuff on uh, on that level. Like putting sorcery in, in like in a plus three slot or something. The way we've done this before is that plus three is the highest plus three is the highest, so this is not a plus four pyramid. Right. Far fewer skills. and, and so. Makes it a plus two. Alright, so um, again, like, what, what are we into for like basic uh, immediate sensory impression of like, uh, what's the playground? To start throwing out stuff. Like a lot of the sword and sorcery stuff that, that you see around and the people associate with it, at least from like old movies and such, it tends to be in the sword and sandal uh, fashion. So I thought maybe we could move away from that a little uh, and maybe do a uh, not necessarily northern portion, but one that's a little more moody in presentation, like moody and misty and, and, and not drab, but uh, kind of ruggedy uh, kind of Scottish Highland, Russian tundra, that kind of thing. Uh, but it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck because there's this vibrant culture of painting your skin with these uh, uh, like colored fats, right? So you, you keep warm and you kind of mark clan belonging or you mark, uh, you have a particular type of paint if you've uh, gone through certain, uh, like uh, if you've survived uh, clan battles or, or if you've uh, visited the, the cities of the settled peoples or something like that, right? And like the, the settled places should be really like garish, colorful. Uh, you have like high mountain flowers everywhere you have like uh, also like uh, bring in stuff like um com instead of like drinking wine they drink like a mead made from this like uh hallucinogenic honey so it's like a cross between <laughs> like drugs and and alcohol all in one and i'm i'm not ethnicity concerned uh so much as like uh, these are some cool elements like like uh, body paint uh the environment may be drab, but the answer from the population is to like uh, compensate with color and vibrancy. Does that sound cool? I was about to say some of your initial descriptions. I was kind of if we've got towns or fortresses, like they're 
above high cliffs and then down below it's like norwegian fjord and there's a lot of things scattered on, among islands and maybe have the white nights in the middle of the year and the long periods of darkness in the winter and sort of environment where you w- would have lots of fog and stuff off of the sea all right so we're, we're bringing in an, an ocean aspect i like that yeah I think, uh, guys should start discussing characters i think i want to be like um b- with the risk of going all he-man i, th- I think i want to be like a demon demon tiger rider i, I want to be like a small dark dude that uh is one of these like painted fat tundra people Actually, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I've been playing animal people for a long time now. Avon and... Okay, I'm no, I'm stepping away from that. That's a cool concept, though. I'm just going to play a poor uh, thief, a totally like a painted tribesman from, from out in the boonies who's like totally uh, into checking out the cities and all the colors and, and bright lights and, and stealing stuff. Um, okay, that's how it works with my character because I'm... He's a bandit leader. You can be one of my new recruits. I don't imagine he's a follower. <laughs> but uh, sure, you can call him a recruit if you want. Yeah, I mean, what my character's trouble, his high concept is somewhat successful bandit leader. And his trouble <laughs> is his face is too well known. He's successful. People know who he is. Yeah. So well, it may be more along the line of, of, of <laughs> oh, I know who you are. You're three-toed Presley. That would be Conan's <laughs> problem every time he's a bandit leader or a pirate leader. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> it's Conan. <laughs> so I'm wondering how what I was thinking of is going to an itinerant priest could work. Oh, you got to make you got to make your character grabby. Like they they got to be like I'm not I'm not saying you got to murder people right and left, but I'm saying like people should notice when your character like steps into a room. I mean, I have at least read some Solomon Kane. Kind of the overall Solomon Kane mien is kind of what I'm going for. Okay, cool. Okay. Again, not overthinking. <laughs> my The bane of my fate existence. So my plus three is guile. Fair is cool and thuse. And average is sweat, faces, and steel. So I'm a sneaky bastard. So we got uh, a bandit leader, a painted tribesman, and itinerant demon hunting priest. Sounds pretty rad to me. I want you guys to to do some tying in because we want to be able to start quickly. We don't have to do the you. You look trustworthy. You know <laughs> you're not trustworthy anyway. So let's start talking about uh, how you guys know each other. So I probably I probably know the priest because uh, he uh, came to my village and spoke of the the uh, settled places, and I thought they sounded cool. And you know having. Already a poor sense of, of uh, personal property and uh, being uh, a little selfish. Being a thief is uh, it, it kind of comes natural. I, I probably either tagged along, or you know I ranged off and found the first uh, big old Highland city and and uh, made a mess. <laughs> Had to run away. Whatever. Uh, we've met up again after that. But I probably consider. I probably consider. Is, is that your name? Now I'm Fruren. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I probably consider this weirdo like a sage of some kind that that's like good to have around, if nothing else, for like getting to know cool things that that you can steal, ancestral uh, masks and whatever. 
I think I know uh, the priest because he was uh, in a uh, caravan that me and my uh, previous group of bandits uh, raided. Uh, try to think of aspect that would relate you to one of the other characters and would feed into something that we want to see in the story here. Okay. You, you know, so you're, you're warning people about bandits. Am I correct? I'm not ba- about demons. I might sometimes preach about uh, the sort of righteous living that might give you at least some measure of peace when you're dying, but would hopefully maybe minimize your contact with them so that you don't die in the first place. But I'm not much of a preaching priest. So what words of advice would you give to a bandit leader who has you at, who's got a sword pointed at your throat? Suppose money could be given freely, but I would take care not to draw the wrong man's blood because curses have a way of transferring themselves in such interactions. Unfortunately, that doesn't make a very very concise aspect, though. No. (laughs) Kill the cursed, you become the cursed yourself. (laughs) Words of wisdom from the priest. Heed the words of wisdom from the priest. Not necessarily he does heed them, but he he should heed them. I'm pondering an aspect that isn't exactly like that. Is there a particular thing this priest has talked about that has led you to this city now? You should be thinking about immediate. Trying to think of why I would be associated with these lawless persons. The best thing that I can think of is that sometimes the greater good is more important than the niceties of the law and our our civilization. You're serving a higher law, right? I am serving a higher law, and if that higher law requires that I get the rare artifact that so-and-so has, which is the only way to carry out the ritual to get this demon put back on the other side of the veil. I will steal it if I have to, yes. Or I will uh, have somebody else steal it, or aid in stealing it. Here's my thinking. The reason I'm here in town now is because I have a lead on a uh, particular sect uh, called the Masked Brothers. My people have an ancestral feud with them because they've stolen artifacts from, from my tribe. And that makes it even more justified. Yeah, I've heard of them through you, and now I have a lead, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get back some, some artifacts and maybe murder some of them in the process, if, if I'm able. I like that. So I wrote down Ancestral Feud Masked Brothers. Right. I think it would be interesting if these Masked Brothers had also stolen from one of your, your bandit group, or maybe they infiltrated it, and then after one of your raids, they like snuck away in the night with all the the loot so you're looking for them as well how does that sound yeah Yeah. similar target yeah yeah okay so we got the last brotherhood who have stolen from each of you through through what is the artifact they took that you're interested in getting paired uh silver dagger and chalice of uh, of a great king of legend who was uh, also a great sorcerer. It's like the only thing that ever had the magic bound into it to uh, 
to take the the blood and and bind away a certain demon who is already loose again in the world. If I can get the blood and the chalice, or I mean get the dagger and the chalice, I it's the only way for me to kill this particular demon who is beginning to uh to summon and amass his minions into the mortal world. And what's the name of this demon? Does he have one? It's always fair game to uh to just go back to the same same names that always get used, so uh let's just go ahead and call him Mephisto. And tell me a couple things about him. Mephisto is he's part of the upper council of demons. He's like in the top two or three like say the three big advisors under the uh the nameless one likes to go around in a human guise and uh he is very beguiling and appealing and tries to put the charm on but uh when angered is no less bloodthirsty than any other demon he is the kind who would uh build a cult following bit of a vain one. So, you're at one of the shadier merchants. Presley, you see a couple of uh, smaller items that the Mask Brothers made off with there, you know, amongst the, the stuff in the shop. What do you do? Pick one up and, and look at and then look over at, at the uh, shopkeeper and say, oh, where'd you get one of these? Oh, that's a... Very rare, very rare item. Comes from far to the south. No, it actually came from the west, uh, because I know, because I took it. Don't know what you're talking about. I got that from a legitimate merchant. Uh, came in on a ship just the other day. Do you want to buy it or not? Really? Who'd you get from? It's not nothing that you know anyone from the south would make. I mean, look at the scroll work. What's your intent here? I'm basically trying to get. I'm trying to get him to tell me who, who really gave it, who really sold it to him. Sounds like provoke, mm, which I don't have. Okay, I do. <laughs> well, you're not provoking anyone. I'll give that roll. I could help. <laughs> not with that. I rolled minus one. He's at one. But I've been in business for fifteen years. I know my goods. Be off with you if you're not going to buy. I'll look over at Metook and uh, give him a wink. Still looking for a decent dagger, though, and just go look over at his daggers. And I don't know if he was listening, though. Um, I think he. I feel like he would have butted in if he were really listening. I think he was maybe looking at some of the shiny bits. Are we in a storefront or or like? I'm thinking this is more a shop front where he's got the wares kind of behind him there. And gotcha. Like there's a counter at the front of this market that here you're looking over at his, as his wares. What are you? What are you other two doing? I guess I'll turn to Presley uh, and I'll ask. Uh, like, uh, is it is it customary for uh, any of these uh, shopkeepers to keep uh, some sort of proof of purchase? Like uh, sometimes we uh, mark each other out in, in the out on the tundra to mark deals. Do do they do the same thing here? Sounds like he's willing to create an advantage here that would help. So if somebody wants to make that true, they can either spend a fate point tag uh, an aspect to make that true, or you can try to roll uh, faces. Probably I've, we've used that for history or guile since this is some some sneaky stuff. 
who me or anyone with information like if if uh Fruren wants to jump in then then that's cool somebody other than me talk because he's already said that he does not know well i since i'm one that deals with these folks all the time um let's give it a try i'll just i'll i'll, I'll let's find out if i actually know something so you say that'd be like guile give you a guile for that sure yeah fair and i rolled a, a three okay Yes, yeah. There's a bill. There should be a bill lading, so... If it exists, uh, we can always break in and grab it or read it. Or we could break him and take it. Look over his head at, at, at the priest and say, he's really good at breaking people, you know that. I nod my agreement. While lean close to the, close to the priest, uh, you know, he should have a bill lading of some sort. And he doesn't want to talk to me no more. Could you give him some words of wisdom? Yeah, yeah, you give him words of wisdom. I'll climb into his um, apartments and uh, rifle through them. Round the back. And that's what I'll do, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys want to make a distraction, or, or am I on my own uh, sneaking into his apartments? Back rooms. What else is on display here? I can invoke my stunt. Hey, aren't you? Because I'm well-known, I get a plus two to create the advantage of, Oi! There's a bounty on your head! And become a distraction. Up to you. I'm perfectly capable of doing this on my own, shaking my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll lean forward and say, of course, the longer here we talk about this stuff, the more suspicious he's going to get. I've already wandered off. Like, like Metuk has already wandered off. So you make your, make your gal roll because you've probably already done it as they're hemming and hawing and whispering to each other here. I'm thinking sweat, like I'm climbing like a monkey. Um, And I'm not particularly secretive about it. As long as the shopkeep doesn't see me, I'm fine. Yes, but that's that's the the real test. It's not whether you can climb up there. It's whether you're detected. So I think that's guile. You're right. At least I have the skill, right? Oh. Well, he's going to be, yeah, I'll put him at one. So at two, you're going to succeed. And as you climb in uh, to the through the alleyway into his living chambers above the, the shop here, I think that's what you're going for. Yeah, totally. And I'm, I'm like, you know, moving like a, a weird wild animal, like wild cat um, leaping up. Or maybe like a cross between a cat and a mountain goat. I don't know. I thought you're staying away from animal characters. <laughs> we're making like, we're likening our actions to animals, as is the, the tradition. <laughs> Although goats are not usually, usually used. So yeah, uh, so the guile is to find evidence, right? So... Uh, evidently going through some of his possessions, I find this proof. You're able to read? Really? Okay. That, that may be the flaw in this plan. <laughs> I probably recognize the, I probably recognize like the symbolism. If this had been an official bill of sale, I probably wouldn't have been capable of, of recognizing it. So you probably just like grab a bunch of papers that... Oh, yeah. You, you, you're not sure what's on in them. You just... Grab a bunch of them. These look important. <laughs> I probably have like a little, little like a fanny pack satchel thing uh, that I'm like rifling the, the things down in. Like I'm squishing everything down and climbing back out. Okay, so you do that, and make your way out. What are you two just waiting for him to show up again? I was about to say, what's the heaviest potentially useful item in this shop? Useful for what? I'm probably not like gonna buy a chair or anything like that (laughs) chair is useful (laughs) chair is useful and also as I 
trying to move it out the shop and out to the street to put on my mule or whatever. It's uh, noisy. So you guys meet back up with Meetalk or whatever we're calling him. Whatever, whatever he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, here. Uh, I don't know. I get a, b- a bunch of them. Um, they looked important. Maybe the priest can read. Or I think I call him a sage. After some sorting and talking about well, which, what goods that uh, Presley was looking for, you can, there was a, uh, a fellow named Danor who sold them to him. He sounds like he smells. That's, uh, that's uh, just a metuk uh, opining aloud. If he's going to spend any of his money in the taverns, then maybe we mostly need to keep our noses open. I know a tavern. I usually recruit from it, so let's see if, it, you know, if we can find about this Danor. So the next scene, I guess you guys going tavern hopping, looking for this Danor. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Of course, we have, have, have to have a drink in each one. Well, not too many. Remember, they're hallucinogenic. It'll be a very interesting end. <laughs> we'll see how the, the role comes out for you to, to find out, I think. Blood? No, faces. You're trying to, yeah, to find sense. people. He's trying to not be found, so it may be good. Plus three. A little metagaming here. I just have faces at average. Anyone else have it better than I do? That's uh, average for me, too. I don't know anybody in these places. I'm, I'm new here. All right. Well, I guess I will. Hmm. Would this be time to make a stunt about connections? Nah. Let's just go straight straight faces and see what we get. So I have to beat a uh, good, you say? Three, yeah. And does anyone have a uh, befriend? You could make a, like a, an advantage, uh, maybe get, get somebody <laughs> drunk high. Nice. Nope. So, yep, straight faces. I could t- I could spend a fate point and tie. Yeah, let's take the cost instead. So you guys going from bar to bar, drinking this hallucinogenic wine or mead. Honey wine, whatever. I think we're going to tag you all with an aspect here. <laughs> Shit face. I think that would be hard drinking. This is like... Yeah, this is me tripping. <laughs> Demons, demons everywhere. <laughs> you are wandering from uh, one bar to the next, and you've it's gotten towards uh, night. And as you're wandering from one bar to another, a figure steps out of the shadows and goes, I believe you've been looking for me. Mitchell will like, pinch his nose and be like, I told you he smelled. Even if he doesn't. You be tripping. Yeah, true. <laughs> I can see how he smells, man. <laughs> so what do you do? Well, Mr. Bandit Leader, you've been taking the lead so far. Yeah, yeah. do I recognize him? Was he one of the mass? Of course, they're the mass they're brother. masked. <laughs> he said as he realized what he was saying, yes, you, blink, blink, or you, I may be seeing more than one of them, sold something that I procured. I procure and sell a great many things. What's it to you? Well, I procured it first, and you robbed me of my goods. And that, I look at the priest, is not ethical. <laughs> I think he meant to, like, wrinkles his nose. Like, what the fuck does that word mean? <laughs> Which of you has the best sense? I'm a plus two sense. 
I, I have no sense. I'm also at fair. Then whichever one of you wants to roll, you better be to fair. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> then you totally see the two other guys who are sneaking up behind you as he's talking to, to Presley. This adds some interest. More fun to deal with three at once, isn't it? What? What? As soon as you say that, they, they're leaping at you. And uh, <laughs> so we've got one leaping with the dagger at uh, Fruren. He's at two. Masked fellow jumps out of the shadows, brandishing his dagger, looking to drive it into your chest. How do you defend yourself? Realizing I have nothing that looks anything remotely like athletics. You're likely at uh, zero then. Yes. Draw my own blade, and as he charges on me, hope to make a direct exchange of... As you do have steel, I guess, so you could uh, defend with steel, then you're steel against steel. So you're at two, so you're tied. That will give him a boost. He's pushed you against the wall. And uh, the one jumping at Meatuck. Oh. <laughs> well, I haven't rolled yet, so I shouldn't laugh. Negative one for his attack. I guess Meatuck, even though he is tripping, he I think he leaps over the, the garishly uh, colored uh, giant bleeding frog on the floor um, <laughs> to get away from the swooping dagger or whatever. So sweat. Oh, so that's going to be good enough. You get a boost against him. Fantastic. What do you do that's uh, extra special here? Because I had to negotiate the giant, colorful, bleeding frog or toad, like it was kind of a, at a sudden angle. So I have an angle on him. Like I'm, I have him flanked. He's uh, overextended. How about that? Okay. Like, I, w I jumped, I leaped in a totally un unpredictable direction. <laughs> like, wh what? <laughs> Good old overextended. All right. Presley, Danner, he grabs his uh, big old bludgeon and is just smacking you upside the head or attempting to. I'm going to try to grab his bludgeon and block it, uh, I guess, using my thews. Okay. The old X block. <laughs> That's zero. Yeah, he's at negative one. So you block him. I guess we'll go in sense order. So we'll go friend Rue. Friend Fruren. I'm getting a strong, like, Sinbad television show fight from this, by the way. <laughs> Be cool and grabby. What, what's your priest awesome stuff that he does? One of my hands is on my sword, of course. Trying to keep that dagger off of my throat. The other hand, I'll say that I've got some kind of prepared hex bag or holy symbol that perhaps when I put it up against the head of a cultist, I can make an invocation to confuse, disorient, or otherwise repel those of, a, of an evil intent. So I'd like to use a sorcery to pull this out and slap it on his face and give him a good stun. The power of generic deity compels you. Or she saw him day. Okay, sounds like you're creating an advantage. Yeah, I don't think you have anything to defend with. But you rolled well. As it stands now, you're still kind of tripping a little bit. Maybe you're slurring your words a little bit. And unfortunately, instead, 
your words and uh, whatever magics you've you've loosed here have emboldened him. Maybe instead of disorienting him, I have. Maybe he now is actually slightly possessed. He's he's focused. Oh, he's, that's better for than him being possessed. That's for sure. He's, he's possessed of a certain focus. Yes. Okay. Me took. Okay. Uh, he he whips out this uh, like tusk handled. Uh, I'm thinking it's like a chopping knife, kind of like a machete or a kukri or something. Um, it's all like uh, rust stained and ancient. He comes in and he's just going to go like chopping off this uh, overextended dude's leg at the from the back of the knee, like whoop, hamstring him. Yeah, well, no, he's going to attempt to like chop off the leg at the knee from behind, like. Whoop. So I guess that's steel. So one, and you're at oh zero right now. Uh, well, I just use the boost, uh, so that gives me two. Yeah. Yeah, I would take him out, but I guess I still do have a free uh, invoke on this trip because the frog gets in the way. Oh come on! <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> that's reincorporation, people. <laughs> Cool. So what happens instead? Like where he just narrowly, I narrowly miss or something. Yeah, you would still get a boost on him. Uh, maybe it's just a, not a flesh wound, but like it's just a slice. So grazed. Mm-hmm. So Presley. I got Danor's club in hands because I blocked him. So I'm going to kick him in the ghoulies. I want to talk to the guy. I don't want to kill him. So you're trying to create an advantage here. Okay. Yeah. So Thews, that's still be Thews. All right. No, he didn't roll well. So, yeah, he is... Uh... Kicked in the ghoulies. Okay, if you want to call it that, I guess. <laughs> you see the pain and expression on his face and tears welling in his eyes. Now, so, so these guys are not masked? The two that you are fighting are. Okay. Danner wasn't because you already know his name. So <laughs> It would seem kind of stupid to have him masked. <laughs> the... One who's got Fru-Ren up against the wall. He's pushing back so your sword is against your throat and starting to cut into it. So how are you defending? He's got some nice invokes here, so this is gonna this could be bad. He's at one at the moment. How are you defending yourself? This is a matter of steel, I guess. I Sure. In my control of my own sword would like to invoke a personal aspect of Purge the Masked Brother cult to uh, summon my own focus. Here's this masked brother in front of me, and I've got to push back against him as strongly as I can, so... Roll first, though. Um, two! Yeah. He's at one. He's gonna burn the boost to get to three. He's focused to get to five. So, right now, he's at five. As is your own pushing your own blade uh, into your throat there. And me invoking my aspect has got me to four. So I'm at a minus one still. That'd be a minor consequence right now. There's, no, there's nothing on the table that's going to help me. So I guess I'm going to have to take it. Okay. Yeah, unless you want to spend more fate point. Uh... But hey, I'd, I'd take the consequence if I were you. I mean, can you really invoke more than one personal aspect in a... Yeah. As long as you got fate points, you can do it. Yeah, but not the same one. It has to be a different one, yeah. Right. 
So I could invoke Bears the Mark of Damnation to avoid this consequence, but I think that would have to carry a cost. Well, define it. Maybe, maybe that's some. Maybe that's something this masked brother is uh, like uh, tuned into and and will hesitate at. Like uh, he he doesn't want to get your your damnation HIV. Okay, so so more that he sees the mark recognizes what it is and that it intimidates him rather than me calling on the mark and becoming kind of this crazed lunatic murderer. I, either way you want to play it. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just shooting balls over the <laughs> deer. So if you want to do this, tell me what the, what this mark is, how he, how he recognizes it and how it, so it intimidates him into at least, you know, flinching in his, his actions him to see it, I guess it'll have to be like on the side of my neck so that as he's pushing up with the sword, my hair is pushed aside and he sees that and he knows that this is a mark that is uh, and it's so powerful that it's like a curse on the level of perhaps I got it from the nameless one himself. Ultimately even though I've got all of this strength to fight demons that my soul is going to be consumed. But in this mortal life, it as it twists me towards evil that I am, uh, I am kind of almost demon level myself as far as, you know, being a bad hombre. So he sees the, sees the demon taint on you. And, ah, okay. I'll, I'll take that if you want to spend a bit. So where did you stash your BFG? <laughs> I'd like to know that myself. And that gets me six to five. He yeah, flinches and uh, stop, the blade stops. Uh, it's advanced towards your, your throat. Let's see, the one dealing with Mitok uh, is going to try to create advantage for himself as he kicks a barrel at you to try to knock you off your feet. It's going to be that or the toad. <laughs> well, he doesn't see the toad. If He'd use the toad if he could see it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have to drink a little more. <laughs> He's at zero. And... Well, I mean, I'm, I'm deft as a, as, a, as a tundra, some sort of cat that lives out there. I'm disgustingly good at avoiding the, the barrel. I mean, I'm, I'm contending with giant, colorful, bleeding toads. So what's a barrel? Yeah, so you get a, put an aspect on him. Surprised uh, uh, and dismayed. <laughs> Surprised and afraid, but I'm not the Inquisition, so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just like leap over the <laughs> the barrel with a half spin or something like stupid like that. Poor Danor. He is going to try to create an advantage. He's trying to like pick you up and just slam you onto the the ground here. I will reapply the boot to that soft area between his legs. This is how you won the bandit throne <laughs> by repeatedly kicking people in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what do you do to him instead, since he's failed in that? Just add extra aspect, add extra invoke to kick the ghoulies. I mean, you know, it's it's just I just kick him right back, kick him in the same spot again. <laughs> okay, reinforce that aspect with the your boot, Fruin. What are you doing to this guy? I am attempting to sorcerously own up strength with sort of a, 
a blessing invoked upon myself. Give me a fair to uh, summon up whatever righteous blessing you're, you're invoking. Okay, looks like you made it, right? You've, you're blessed, I guess. <laughs> By who, I guess? Quick question, is Fruin one of these people who have like every talisman, every holy symbol <laughs> like on this person or or very likely yeah <laughs> i don't have a car boot to put all of my you know rock salt shotguns and stuff in <laughs> okay me took you leaping over this barrel that he rolled at you and yes yes i i use uh the momentum from my daring leap uh over both uh the toad and the barrel uh, and I yip like a monkey and bring the chopping sword down hard on his masked face. That's the idea, anyway. He's at two. I'm at three. Is that enough, or should I invoke? Uh... That's going to be enough to take him out. Well, it, they're going to be useless otherwise, right? So right. I'm going to use both, and then I'm just going to like split his entire masked face down to his breastbone, like whap, with the immense weight, quote unquote, uh, behind the, the daring leap and the and the front heavy chopper. I think me and Dan are looking over that direction. We both go, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you get sprayed by some of the, the <laughs> viscera. <laughs> viscera. He has viscera in his brain. What? How cool is that? <laughs> I thought you went all the, all the way down to <laughs> split him in half. <laughs> Well, not entirely. Not not ent- Well, okay, fuck it. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like he has no bones. <laughs> okay, Presley. I, I'll, I'll look at Dan and say, surrender, otherwise Mythic will go after you. I'm doing a straight overcoming. That's, uh, that's a provoke attack. Don't have a don't have that, but yeah, hey, he's got been kicked in the ghoulies twice. I'll I'll fire off both both invokes and kicked in the ghoulies to give me a a plus three. That'll take him out. He surrenders. Let go of the the truncheon and you know clutches uh, privates and uh, the other guy on you, uh, Fruren. Seeing this, he's looking to leg it. He's he's running. If you let him. Oh, you just got your mojo on, right? The cult needs to be purged. Actually, I'll, I'll give you a fate point for your trip. And if whatever you do, it misses because you're like seeing three of him and you could have the wrong one. So, yeah, I, I lash out with my, uh, with my leg to try to trip him. But as I am tripping, it does not quite come off. And so he has slipped my grasp. So he runs off. What are you guys doing with uh, poor Danar? I'm sitting down next to him going, okay, where's the, re- where's the brotherhood? You took some things that need to be returned, all right? I'm swinging my chopper around to, to like, get the blood off. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the background. Make, make an advantage out of that. I mean, you've already used that, you, though. I mean, you, he's, he's yeah. taken out, technically, yeah, I guess. You've taken him out, so... He's going, whoa, we sold, we sold everything. What? Everything? Yeah. I look at the priest. What, what, was that th- what was that thing you're looking for again? There's no way they would have sold the dagger and the chalice. They'd know. They'd know that that is not something to be in the open market. That it's more advantageous to them to hold it for their own rituals. Well, do you have the chalice and the dagger? Oh, we, we, there was a wealthy trader named 
Yanko, he offered he offered too much, so we sold it. I don't know. Do you know where Yanko is? He he lives at the big the house signs on the water over on the the west side. The one with the parapets and the and the guards. Yeah, that's the one. Pat him on the head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, get the hell out of here. Shove. He starts crawling away. I hurl my cook, well, hewing chopper after him uh, to murder him. <laughs> okay, he is murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just mouth open, finger up, and let's close and put the hand down. Um, and I'm like another transgression va- avenged. <laughs> Yank it free. You must be purged. I endorse this action. <laughs> we can do business. You're like the nicest bandit <laughs> ever. We do business. All right. <laughs> I threaten people. They give me stuff. I sell it. I do business. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, I'll again swing my my chopper around to get rid of the blood, and I say, um, it, "It is already dark, and uh, I am I am humming with success and and uh, good honey." Uh, why don't we go right away and uh, retrieve these things? Mm-hmm. I find it strange that they would fear Yanko's money more than they feared the displeasure of their own masters, but uh, give me ten minutes to uh, perhaps find a well and an open sewer, and I'm going to uh, induce vomiting and uh, try to dilute what's already in my system. <laughs> so while you're doing that, I'm pointing to you with my chopper. Like, some herbs. I'm- trying to get my head cleared asking like what's his problem (laughs) so you're trying to get rid of your tripping uh, i'm trying to get rid of my tripping yeah like why would you do that (laughs) i mean that's the entire point of this place maybe i should be talked out of it i don't know no no no. you play you play go for it blood maybe to try to physically get over it uh, I'm going to make it hard because I like that aspect and I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so at least some good blood to try to eliminate that. Well, I already said it, so I've got to do it. Here I am rolling a zero against a, what, a four? Three. You are blessed. You are blessed. So you can always tap that. True. You know? Don't bother tapping it. So what interesting thing happens is I attempt to get rid of my what do you disgorge? <laughs> blood is the wrong color when I cough it up. I'm not getting the right thing up. What I'm getting up is I know that that's going to turn something down in the sewers <laughs> into a monster. <laughs> but that's a problem for another night. Yeah, so you cough up this strange blackness that takes this sort of bat shape and wings off. Black blood of the earth is coming up through me to create yet another monster. So there's some some darkness unleashed here into the world by you. All right. Anybody else want to do anything? No. uh, Well, besides uh, going sneaking into or storming the the mansion, um, good. Well, maybe we should see if... Uh, okay, we got a rich guy. Probably not the first group of idiots to try to go into his place. You know what? Let's, let's just see if I can actually find someone who might know of a secret way into his place or less a less obvious way into his place other than through the front door or through the sewers. 
or over the wall. I guess you guys can't climb well. <laughs> Try to create the advantage of getting info on Yenko, I guess, and that'd be like a faces thing. It's fair, you can find some something that would be useful for what you're trying to do. Oh, <laughs> wow. Better than fair. He has a, a private dock that uh, is in, enclosed so he can sneak in stuff without people seeing what he's bringing in. You guys swim? I mean, I can try. If you can float, I can at least drag you. We'll be fine. Yes, we will. So that would be an, an aspect of private docks. Uh, sure. Make our way to his uh, to his docks. Go to the waterfront. Okay, guys, we got to swim. All right. We got no problem with that. Sounds good to me. I can't wait to see what what the lake or or inlet looks like underwater when you're tripping. <laughs> it's not just yellow light down there. It's all the spectrum. <laughs> so you guys make your way down to to the waterfront. Go swimming. Under the water and uh, the colors in the night. Oh, it's beautiful. Luminescent <laughs> <laughs> fish come out at night. Yeah, you've never seen that before, but tonight they seem to be out. <laughs> you almost want to stay. <laughs> Pop up and you're in the nice enclosed hidden dock there. Uh, any conspicuous stuff there like boats or, or crates or... There's a, a kind of a launch there that would be used for going out to bigger boats and such. And there's, you can see some crates and barrels. Uh, and this opens up into like, just it's like the back of the mansion or some, something that is walled off. There's a door. And then it's probably some of the lower levels of the, the mansion here. Okay. It's, so it's not like a wall. And then there's like a, a garden and then there's the mansion. It's, it's uh, pretty much on the, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Okay. The side because the mansions there at the side at the on the side of the the hill or the the fjord. Okay. And look at some of the crates. Maybe some rope here or in the crates. No, no. I'm thinking of if he's got stuff out here. Looking at the launch. Hey, we can make this very profitable for us on the way I'm out. Like wh- whispering to you guys. You're thinking small time. This way. And I'm like advancing toward the uh, the the door. Just thinking that the rope would be useful inside, but don't don't let me stop you want to pick up some rope. I'm just like uh I'm not stopping. <laughs> Falmatic. Yep. Just picking some rope and because it seems like a useful burglary enabling item. So, Matuck, listen at the door, see if you hear anyone on the other side. Good idea. <laughs> like I say it like I didn't think of it. <laughs> and then I like make a show of like Listening to, I put my entire, uh, like half my face against the door, like the, the hands on the door, like roll my eyes around. Do I hear anything in particular? <laughs> roll a sense. Fair, I'll get you something. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Here's some some footsteps and uh, voices. Get, get prepared. I, we think somebody might be trying to, to get into the, the mansion tonight. All right, so I'll sign to the other two to like in cover and I'll stand by. I'll flatten myself by the side of the door, prepared for whatever, in case somebody steps out on the dock. Get myself uh, around behind some of the crates and get a dagger out. Okay. The door opens and uh guardsman steps out. What do you do? Chop! <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll your steel just to... 
<laughs> sure, okay. Just in case that uh, you're yeah. all badly in there, can uh, can alert somebody else. You never know. It's fun. Ah, ah, ah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, you're gonna take him out. All right. <laughs> so what do you? How do you doing this? Back of the head with a heavy tip, like whack, and then I, I follow up with another whack for good measure, and then I like drag his ass into the into the water. I went to the the Milius's Kona, the Barbarian School of Thieving. <laughs> <laughs> get, the, get the keys off of him first. Um, I'll, I blink at you like uh, what, <laughs> and then I head in. <laughs> Maybe we can get the keys off the second one. He was talking to not far away. So sneak into the lower corridors. It's mostly dark, but as you get towards like the main corridor of this, uh, like so you can see down towards the end some some flickering light. I'll, I'll shoot a glance at uh, Fruer and lift my hands up. Like, what do we do? Okay, what sort of room are we in? Where this uh, corridor to the dock teeth into the main corridor of this of this basement or area and you can barely make out because it's dark that uh there's some rooms down one way maybe some stairs other way you can see some flickering light at the end other end of the corridor start towards the stairs now that the flickering light is the opposite direction from the stairs so i'm gonna signal to try to sneak towards the stairs. Okay. Follow, follow behind him. We'll leave. We'll leave mur- murder talk behind us. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll bring up the rear. I mean, you guys seem to be the the people who know a the city and b this weird ritual shit. So I'll, I'll follow your lead. You head out uh, up the stairs. It uh, opens into kitchen type area. You can hear movement in the the next room. Here's some guards. Go, you, you go get to the front gate. You, where's uh, Samus? I think we sent him to check the docks. What do you do? Back door, make upstairs. You know, servants access. Yes. The guards avoid the front gate, get as high as possible. Sorts of rooms where uh, healthy guys might keep this sort of thing. Unless he's using it for a ritual in the basement right now. No, no, he's just a wealthy guy, and we have no reason to immediately suspect that he is, in fact, an awful cultist. Fruren, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll give you a fate point for your sin, Mephisto, back to hell. You would think that if somebody didn't want to send him back to hell, they'd probably want to destroy this. Like, melt it down, maybe. Oh, that they would destroy... The artifact, yeah. If they didn't want to send him back to hell, they would destroy the artifact. Yeah. We'd be looking for the forge or something like that. Well, to take a ritual as well. Right, it would. So this is a compelled to get me to go back down to the basement and towards the flickering light? The bad thing that you were worried about is true. What you do about it is, uh, is up to you. Sure, I'll accept the compel. All right, but this is like a split second realization before, like, yeah. we hear the guards and you guys are in front, and what, what are you guys doing? Can you, and I, you know, touch a finger to my head and wave my fingers, can you kind of like sense where they are? Can you call on your gods and tell you where they look? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of confirmation you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I put a finger to my lips, but quietly. And I kneel down on. 
And, uh, and I take the, th- the three potent herbs out of my pouch and uh, put them down on the stonework and light them and put my face in the smoke and close my eyes and try to sense where they are and roll my sorcery to, uh, to sense where this artifact is because it would be the most powerful sorceress thing in the vicinity. Uh, sure, it's fair. Not tied. Well, you're going to succeed at, a, at the cost here. I still have that blessed. I think the blessed went away because that was... Uh, went away. Yeah. It was in a previous scene. Yeah. Okay. You did not walk around with that spiritual hard-on all this time, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an aspect you could tap? General Damon Hining Priest bears the mark of damnation, purge the masked brother cult, or send Mephisto back to hell. Bah, take take the cost. Take the cost. Take I'll the take cost. the cost. Live a little. <laughs> and I have no stunts because I'm bad at writing stunts. As you're inhaling this uh, smoke from this, I think we'll just do a simple thing of, boy, you're really tripping now. <laughs> Your senses are that it is down in the basement. Yes. And I am being told that by all the spirits that have uh, drifted across the water to tell me these things. <laughs> and there are a lot of them. All of the people so far sacrificed by the Mephisto cult. And they are so clamoring that it's like I cannot, I cannot get a whole lot of ordered information out of them. And I'm putting my hands over my ears and that does no good because... <laughs> the sound is coming from inside your skull. Back to the stairs, let's go. Downstairs, okay, come on, come on. I'm sorry, I'm getting this wonderful visual from the gamers where they're like, oh, do you, don't you remember you have a crippling fear of water? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we grab our, our sage sorcerer and head back down. All right, so you guys make your way to the basement, making your way along the corridor, going back towards the the flickering light at the other end. What's what's the look on, like, uh, uh, what's Presley's face. What's his demeanor as we're like drawing close? Exasperated. He's like, okay, this is just getting more and more freaky. I just want to get this, get the stuff, and get the hell out of here and sell it for where we can get it for. And and what's the general like mean and appearance of our sage? Eyes are bulging and they're bloodshot, and my teeth are like grinding, and my sword is out. I've got my hex bag in the other one, and I'm not proceeding very carefully. It looks like I am out. I don't really have the care to sneak up on the infidels. I just want them smitten and dead now. Okay. (laughs) I am a berserker without being a trained warrior <laughs> got all of the negative aspects of rage without any of the positive ones <laughs> what what you are a powder keg sir you you are a demon summoning mad person <laughs> and now you now you're tripping balls on top of that <laughs> it's a bad trip given the look and and like general atmosphere like uh i'll i'll push for a direct approach like striding forth uh yeah if you approach the other end of the corridor, you can see there's a an archway and stairs going further down. Mitok is going to stride down confidently. 
with his blade out in the open. And then I guess I'm hoping that the others will be scarily following or exasperatedly following. Yeah. As you get to the bottom, I see a large chamber lit by torches in the center. There's a, a brazier and there's ritual symbols painted onto the ground. There's a guy there with this silver chalice and he's intoning some ritual. Uh, there are a couple others that are kneeling and, and chanting. They're beside him. Uh, what do you want to do? This is totally your scene. <laughs> I'm probably leaping upon and trying to impale one of the assistants before I <laughs> before I stop and try to figure out how to what is the quickest counter to the ritual. I am using steel to attack. <laughs> Which is your high one again? Sorcery. Okay. Oh, just cool. It's cool. I think the situational aspects that are on me are overriding my cool. The hooded masked figure looks up as you're you're coming and is able to step aside and grabbing your arm and turning you away. You can see that uh, the eyes of this assistant uh, have the the blackness of like they've been possessed. As you you would recognize that as your normal femoral hunting, like maybe somebody had unleash some darkness into this world and it is going to be aiding in this ritual. <laughs> All right. Mitok was there at the front, so we'll let you do something before. Hurl chopper at other assistant. All right. That's what I do. In a spectacular double-handed uh, throw. We'll see how spectacular it actually is. Ooh, pretty spectacular. Well, pretty yeah. So you're at three. He's at uh, what, what, one. To keep him around, we'll use the, a free one on the Darkness Unleashed. Your blade <laughs> sinks into him, and he just looks down and pulls it out. You've just given him a sword. Rats. <laughs> Though you do have a boost on him, at least, from that. What do you want to say? That, uh... Bleeding? Dying? Well, it's bleeding. He's bleeding. Good. I can follow him when he runs away. The guy leading this, who we assume can be, assume is uh, Yanko, will uh, go, they must not stop this. I will not be denied. Mephisto, stop your uh, enemies. And you all feel the shadows on the ground reaching up and grabbing onto your feet. Oh, lovely. You need to beat a plus Three to avoid getting this uh, aspect put on you of bound. What would this be? Fuse or fuse? Uh, that would certainly be my first idea. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll try to dodge out of the way of the grasping hands. No. Nope. I'll and nope. So I'm I'm stuck too. I use cool as like an exertion of opposing willpower. I don't think cool would help you here. Or sorcery. If you want to try to, yeah, if you want to try to do some counter sorcery, I can allow that. I will exert my will to do a counter spell against the grasping hands. And that will be successful. As what, are you, what exactly are you doing to dispel them? Is it your many talismans? <laughs> I was about to start invoking talismans on uh, pushing things against them. By him calling on Mephisto to grasp us, I 
call on a countering angelic power. Aldriel, aid us and protect me from Mephisto's touch. Shadowy hands reach up and uh, are unable to find purchase on you. So what are you doing, Presley? Well, okay, I've been grabbed, but that, you know, this just my legs though, right? Yeah, basically they're keeping you from walking or... So I see the chalice. Do I see the dagger or just the chalice? Uh, Yeah, they're both there. Are they in in the middle of a circle or something like that or... There's a circular raised dais there where there's the hot brazier in the, the center and there's some ritual stuff in around... The brazier end includes the, the chalice and the dagger there. Pull out a dagger, flip it around. I'm going to try to knock one of the, I try to knock the chalice off that uh, dais. Knock it out of the circle. Because I have a feeling he needs both there to do his do his uh, voodoo. So I'm going to knock the, the biggest target, which is the chalice, out of that circle. Create the advantage of breaking breaking the spell or something like that. I don't know. I don't think that would break the spell that you might be able to just knock it away and he's got to take an action to go get it. But it doesn't seem like a real advantage that you're creating by doing that. Okay. So I just do be just straight over getting up there and kicking the brazier over. Yeah, but I can't move up in grasp unless I try to break. Hmm, that would be, a, if I try to break free, that would just be a fuse though. Right? Yeah. yeah let's try that. Let's try, let's try that. It's, so what is that? What is that going against? Is like a fair? Yeah, let's just call it a fair rather than he's busy not really reinforcing it with his sorcery. Oop, tied. That's at a cost. It'd be a minor cost. All right, so I'll say you break free, but the servant that is uh, charging at you now, he gets a boost on you. All right, good with that. We'll say it's, uh, it's the one that... Got the sword? Yeah, that the, the got the Medex, uh yeah, yeah, got the meat axe. Yeah, meat axe, meat axe. <laughs> You're just as you uh, break free, you step right into position for his. Uh, he's grabbing you. His hands are inhumanly larger and clawed, and he is clawing at your throat. Ah, grab his hand and pull them away. You know, it's just like basically we're wrestling. So like, that'd be a fuse. Okay. Oh. Not today, Satan. <laughs> but he's got the boost here that gets him to four. And you're still tripping. <laughs> when you go to grab the hands, you feel these spiders come out of his cloak and are like crawling all over your, your hands. And ah! that'd be a, what, a mild consequence. Yeah. Spiders. Why did it have to be spiders? Okay. The other one, Fruerin, had tried to skewer him, and he had uh, stepped aside, and he swings you around, throwing you into uh, one of the, the torches that is standing there. He's coming at you right now with a four to try to inflame you. <laughs> He's already inflamed. I apply my cool to not catch fire. <laughs> I guess that's about all I've got, because... There's no thews, there's no blood, there's no sweat. Oh, then it's mediocre. Yeah. Ooh. This is gonna hurt. I gotta think of something to something that's gonna mitigate that. Yeah, right now he's he's at four, you're at minus three. Seven shifts is going to take you out, and I do have some free invokes on you. 
So you could just be taken out if you... I think I'd rather concede than be taken out, but... we got to resolve the role here, so... Right. I was looking for a way to reduce the number of shifts so that it's just a bad consequence, not a... You do have fake points. Just as demons are immune to steel and so forth, I am going to invoke that the Mark of Damnation is uh, similarly the demon taint makes me more resistant to fire and such than otherwise would be the case. I'm still going to be hurt, but I would not be hurt as badly. And get you down to five, which should be a severe consequence. And I don't don't know, is it going to be more advantageous to re-roll it or just to reduce that by two? You probably would be for the, for a minus three, it would be, yeah. Odds are you're going to get better. Try that and see if I can reduce it by more than two. Yeah, there you go. He's got three shifts on you, which would be moderate consequence, but you are tripping still. Yes. Between the fire and the clamor and the blackness all around me, I would concede that I am, uh, that I am out. Okay, uh, and how are you taken out then? What's your worse than than the horrible thing I'm going to give you? Or no, excuse me, what's less, what's not as bad as the horrible thing? <laughs> With all of the tripping and the spirits wailing all around of me, um, the sensory overload is too much and I'm blacking out, losing consciousness. Okay, he hurls you into uh, one of the torches, catches uh, your whatever robe or cloak or whatever you're wearing on fire, you fall to the ground and you're kind of rolling to, as the, the flames are burning you and uh, the, the sounds of the flames are like the, the laughing of, uh, of Mephisto in your, your head. And uh, the black clouds over my eyes and they close. Then it is Mituk. I, yeah, um, I'll concede. I think uh, I think he just struggles against the the prisoning, crawling darkness, and uh, uh, wears himself out like sweat stands out on his uh, on his uh, fat painted um, body uh, until he is just drained and kind of just uh, collapses limply, panting entirely in, in the sorcerer's control. All right, uh, and yeah, I guess I just. Go into a ball screaming, spiders, spiders everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's a TPK, yeah. A cliffhanger, hey. <laughs> when Price see the, this uh, Yanko dropping the chalice into the, the brazier as it starts to melt away and looks at his servants and goes, take them away. And we close it there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> One really bad roll. And that's it. That's how it goes. The skill pyramid is so small. It was just like, there wasn't a whole lot of room for the... Uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with it, I can, I can see it's, uh, it can be a little limiting. And yeah, it takes more work to try to craft a situation so that you can use your strength and avoid your weaknesses. Yes. Well, any other feedback? You know, the improv ones, I always... Uh, cool, cool fun off the cuff. We we kind of consistently forget uh, scene aspects, but sometimes it's better. I mean, the quick little intrication with Dan or didn't really need them, 
in my opinion. Like it was just like a quick back and forth. Like uh, at least you remember to stick them here um, with the torches and the darkness um, and reincorporating stuff from from before. I like that. And you know, you win some, you lose some. This sort of thing happens all the time in this type of fiction. People get knocked out and imprisoned and captured and enslaved and sold to dark forces and <laughs> this is the dark prologue <laughs> and that my children is how we began to fuck everything up <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you the rest tomorrow <laughs> as Vern's mark was uh, amplified and encouraged and he becomes demon yeah like my, my favorite little feast of the- lieutenant <laughs> There's a little Polish uh, game set in World War II, which is framed as a like this veteran talking to some friends in a in a cafe over a beer, like yeah, yeah, we did this during the war, and then you play, and then your party dies, and it immediately cuts back to the cafe, and one of the the, the friends like, what, you died? And he's like, uh, no, we escaped somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Maybe if we get to this again, we be tripping balls entirely still (laughs) (laughs) i'd be interested to see like uh, because there are some fun implications like okay now uh will this township be taken over by the the demonic forces like uh, how will that affect the rest of the 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 quote-unquote setting yeah i liked it how will you deal with the demon when you don't have the uh the one way you know how to get rid of him yeah and what will be the cost (laughs) (laughs) so um other than the the narrow skill pool what did you think, um, Tad? I think I would. I need to do a lot better at uh, being able to come up with stunts, but because going the whole game and having no stunts was certainly not in my favor. Yeah, I have the same problem. I'm 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 rubbish at writing them. So yeah, they're harder to quickly come up with on the fly, other than just kind of the generic. Uh, I get a plus two when I do this thing in this circumstance. Yeah, it's so boring. Yeah, when I make characters for. Uh, one shots that kind of seems like the thing that ends up either just go through the book and grab what's here or there or or it ends up being the thing that takes the most time or it seems like the most time shadow of the century has some some nice ones that aren't that which is kind of nice to go through and go try to pull in examples and how to tweak them for different different situations and stunts really are also one of the things that are are one of the dials. And when you're doing off the cuff, you're have them be more powerful if that's appropriate to the setting or or less. You know. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely run one shots where there were several stunts that I thought would be useful that never got used, or I felt like I worded them too confusingly perhaps while I was trying to compress them onto the tiny little character sheets. Yeah, when you're running for people who aren't used to fate, they often have have trouble understanding when they can use stunts. Yeah, that's sixty or eighty percent of the group. Yeah. <laughs> the time, and I'm not the best rules tutor. You guys have a good one? Yeah. <laughs> this is a new movie series, Baked Master. <laughs> I can see this stoner mixed with the Mushu genre mashup. <laughs> you know, Jackie Chan's Drunken Master, only it's Token Master. 
<laughs> Starring Cheech and John. Also, I probably would direct you to a sewer, to a sewer, uh, someplace rather than the well, because that's where people drink from, and they don't drink from the sewer. Yeah, <laughs> don't throw up in the well. Bandit and environmentalist. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.